love and light. This is Ildi Talk Show recording live on November 8th, Sunday, 2020. I'm Robert. And I'm Marissa. We're going to jump right back into Revelation, starting on chapter 12. Let's get right into it, see how it goes. Next appeared a great portent in heaven. A woman robed with the sun, beneath her feet the moon, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant, and in her anguish of her labor she cried out to be delivered. Then a second portent appeared in heaven, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns. On his heads were seven diadems, and with his tail he swept down a third of the stars in the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that when her child was born, he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child who is destined to rule all nations with an iron rod. But her child was snatched up to God and his throne, and the woman herself fled into the wilds where she had a place prepared for her by God and there to be sustained for 1260 days. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels waged war upon the dragon. The dragon and his angels fought, but they had not the strength to win, and no foothold was left them in heaven. So the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old that led the whole world astray, whose name is Satan, or the devil, thrown down to earth, and his angels with him. I just want to say that's awesome, because that's just, you know, I believe that's... Satan getting his ass kicked by Jesus right there. I'm just going to say that. Is that cool? Is that, is that Amen. inappropriate? Okay, I'm just, okay, everybody. Uh, continue on, verse 10. Then I heard a voice in heaven proclaiming aloud, This is the hour of victory for our God, the hour of his sovereignty and power, when his Christ comes to his rightful rule. For the accuser of our brothers is overthrown, who day and night accuse them before our God. By the sacrifice of the Lamb, they have conquered him. And by the testimony which they uttered, for they did not hold their lives too dear to lay them down. Rejoice then, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. But woo you, earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great fury, knowing that his time is short. When the dragon found that he had been thrown down to the earth, he went in pursuit of the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was given two great eagle's wings to fly to the place of, in the wilds where for three years and a half she was to be sustained, out of reach of the serpent. From his mouth the serpent spewed a flood of water after the woman to sweep her away with his spate. But the earth came to her rescue, and opened its mouth and swallowed the river which the dragon spewed from his mouth. At this the dragon grew furious with the woman, and went off to wage war on the rest of her offspring, that is, on those who keep God's commandments and maintain their testimony to Jesus. He took his stand on the seashore. Oh, that's actually starting chapter 13 on my book. That's very interesting. I did that there. Okay, let's do that. Sorry about that. Continue on. Uh... Starting at chapter 13, it looks like. He took his stand on the seashore. Then out of the sea I saw a beast rising. It had ten horns and seven heads. On its horns were ten diadems, and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw was like a leopard, but its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth like a lion's mouth. 
The dragon conferred upon it his power and rule and great authority. One of its heads appeared to have received a death blow, but the mortal wound was healed. The whole world went after the beast in wandering admiration. Men worshipped the dragon because he had conferred his authority upon the beast. They worshipped the beast also and chanted, Who is like the beast? Who can fight against it? The beast was not allowed to mouth bombast and blasphemy and was given the right to reign for 42 months. It opened its mouth in blasphemy against God, rivaling his name and his heavenly dwelling. It was also allowed to wage war on God's people and to defeat them and was granted authority over every tribe and people, language and nation. All on earth will worship it except those who names the lamb that was slain keeps in his role of the living, written there since the world was made. Hear, you who have ears to hear. Whoever is to be made prisoner, a prisoner shall be, he shall be. Whoever takes the sword to kill, by the sword he is bound to be killed. This is where the fortitude and faithfulness of God's people have their place. Then I saw another beast, which came up out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb's, but spoke like a dragon. It wielded all authority of the first beast in its presence and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose mortal wound had been healed. It worked great miracles, even making fire come down from heaven to earth before men's eyes. By the miracles it was allowed to perform in the presence of the beast, it diluted the inhabitants of the earth and made them erect an image in honor of the beast that had been wounded by the sword and yet lived. It was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that it could speak and it could cause all who would not worship the image to put to be put to death moreover it caused everyone great and small rich and poor slave and free to be branded with a mark on his right hand or forehead and no one was allowed to buy or sell unless he bore this beast's mark either name or number here is the key and anyone who has intelligence may work out the number of the beast the number represents a man's name and the numerical value of its letters is 666. Amen. Amen. That was chapter 13 of Revelation. Oh, well, that was my six minutes in. Am I keep going? Perfect. Start at 14. Probably do 14, 15. Probably go through 15. Stop at 16, maybe. Maybe stop at 17. Let's see how we look on time. All right, visions of the end. Then I looked, and on Mount Zion stood the Lamb, and with him were a hundred and forty-four thousand who had his name on the name of his father and the name of his father written on their foreheads. I heard a sound from heaven like the noise of rushing water and the deep roar of thunder. It was the sound of harpers playing on their harps. There before the throne and the four living creatures and the elders, they were singing a new song. That song no one could learn except the 144,000 who alone from the whole world had been ransomed. These are men who did not defile themselves with women, for they have kept themselves chaste, and they follow the Lamb wherever he goes. They have been ransomed as the first fruits of humanity for God and the Lamb. No lie was found in their lips. They are faultless. Then I saw an angel flying in mid-heaven with an internal gospel to proclaim to those on earth, to every nation and tribe, language and people. 
he cried in a loud voice, Fear God and pay him homage. For the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the water springs. Then another angel, a second, followed, and he cried, Fallen, fallen is Babylon, the great. She who has made all nations drink the fierce wine of her fornication. Yet a third angel followed, cried out aloud, cried, cried out loud. Whoever worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on his forehead or hand, he shall drink the wine of God's wrath, poured undiluted into the cup of his vengeance. He shall be tormented in sulfurous flames before the holy angels and before the Lamb. The smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever, and there will be no respite day or night for those who worship the beast and its image or receive the mark of its name. This is where the fortitude of God's people has its place in keeping God's commands and remaining loyal to Jesus. Moreover, I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this, Happy are the dead who die in the faith of Christ. Henceforth, says the Spirit, they may rest from their labors, for they take with them the record of their deeds. Then as I looked, there appeared a white cloud, and on the cloud sat one like a son of man. He had on his head a crown of gold, and in his hand a sharp sickle. Another angel came out of the temple and called in a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud. Stretch out your sickle and reap, for the harvest time has come, and earth's crop is overripe. So he who sat on the cloud put his sickle to the earth, and its harvest was reaped. Then another angel came out of the heavenly temple, and he also had a sharp sickle. Then from the altar yet another, the angel who has authority over fire, and he shouted to the one with the sharp sickle, Stretch out your sickle and gather an earth's grape harvest, for its clusters are ripe. So the angel put his sickle to the earth and gathered in its grapes and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. The winepress was trodden outside the city, and for 200 miles round, around blood flowed from the press to the height of the horses' brittles. Then I saw another great and astonishing portent in heaven. This is chapter 15, sorry. Starting chapter 15. Then I saw another great and astonishing portent in heaven, seven angels with seven plagues. The last plagues of all, for with them the wrath of God is consummated. I saw what seemed a light of glass shot with fire, and beside the sea of glass, holding the harps which God had given them, were those who had won the victory over the beast and its image, and the number of its name. They were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb as they chanted. Great and marvelous are thy deeds, O Lord God, sovereign over all, just and true are thy ways, thou King of the ages, who shall not revere thee, Lord, and do homage to thy name, for thou art, for thou art alone art holy, for thou alone art holy. All nations shall come and worship in thy presence, for thy just dealings stand revealed. After this, as I looked, the sanctuary of the heavenly tent of testimony was thrown open, and out of it came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were robed in fine linen, clean and shining, and had golden girdles around their breasts. 
Then one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bulls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God and his power so that no one could enter it until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Chapter 16. Then from the sanctuary I heard a loud voice, and it said to the seven angels, Go and pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. So the first angel went and poured his bowl on the earth, and foul, malignant sores appeared on those men that wore the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured his bowl on the sea, and it turned to blood-like, the blood from a corpse, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they turned to blood. Then I heard the angel of the waters say, Just art, just art thou in these thy judgments, thou holy one, who art and was. For they shed the blood of thy people, and of, they, of thy prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink. They have their deserts, and I have heard the altar cry, Yes, Lord God, sovereign over all, true and just are thy judgments. The fourth angel poured his bowl on the sun, and it was allowed to burn men with its flames. They were fearfully burned, but they only cursed the name of God who had the power to inflict such plagues, and they refused to repent or do him homage. The fifth angel poured his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. Men gnawed their tongues in agony, but they only cursed the God of heaven for their sores and pains and would not repent for what they had done. The sixth angel poured his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw coming from the mouth of the dragon, the mouth of the beast, and the mouth of the false prophet, three foul spirits like frogs. These spirits were devils with the power to work miracles. They were sent out to muster all the kings of the world for the great day of the battle of God, the sovereign Lord. That is the day when I come like a thief. Happy the man who stays awake and keeps on his clothes, so that he will not have to go naked and ashamed for all of you to see. For all to see. So they assembled the kings at the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Then the seventh angel poured his bowl on the air, and out of the sanctuary came a loud voice from the throne which said, It is over. And there followed flashes of lightning and peals of thunder and a violent earthquake like none before in human history. So violent it was, the great city was split in three. The cities of the world fell in ruin, and God did not forget. Babylon the great, but made her drink the cup which was filled with the fierce wine of his vengeance. Every island vanished. There was not a mountain to be seen. Huge hailstones, weighing perhaps a hundred weight, fell on men from the sky, and they cursed God for the plague of hell, because that plague was so severe. Would you like to stop there, Marissa? Yeah. Seems like a good place to stop. Any commentary, anything you want to talk about on that? God is good. God is good. We're going to try and do an open format show called Daily 47 to help accompany healthy talk show. Because we're just reading the Bible and we're just, you know, working for God right now, just trying to spread the message, spread the word of God, spread the good news. God is good.
All right. Well, we're going to check out for tonight, HealthyTalkShow.com. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, we have a YouTube. We're on YouTube, Twitch, all those good things. Give us subscribes. Give us likes. That helps us out. Like everything. Until next time, we'll see you tomorrow, we hope. Love and light. Love and light.